הרנו מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של הרנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים של חנא עפר קדוש המשאבה עצמה ובפחד רבנו הקדוש תדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ובקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נמצא גנה נחנו נחמן נחמן אומן לחותם תגן עלינו והכל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today we will do Torah um, the first part we're going to divide into three we're going to do Torah Memtet we're going to start Torah Memtet today is going to be a little bit of a longer class but uh, let's hop right into it תורה 49, לשון רבנו זיכרונו נברכה. לשמש שם אוהל בהם, והוא כחתן יוצא מחופתו וכולי. יצא זין תהילים שתו נתין. צא דוד המלך רייטס, שהשם set up a tent in their midst for the sun. והוא כחתן, and this is like a חתן, יוצא מחופתו, going out from his חופה. From his marriage canopy. אוקיי. We're going to get to that verse later, so to put that aside, and I keep that at the back of your head. He called him a bria, haya oche kadosh baruchu en tzof, v'ratza kadosh baruchu sh'yitgalem achoto, v'en melech v'lo'am, v'utchach livro b'nei adam, sh'yikablu ol machoto. Rabbeinu explains the essence of creation. Why God created the world? Because before creation, the light of God was infinite, there was no end. And Hashem wanted to reveal His kingship. So, Rabbeinu explains... We know this idea. There is no king without a nation. You cannot be considered a king unless you have a nation to call you king. And this is why he needed to create human beings. So that we would be able to accept the yoke of his kingship. So this is why Hashem created us. So that we could accept his kingship. And the revelation of God's kingship is impossible to attain and to understand. Except through his traits. His divine attributes. That through God's traits, we are able to understand His godliness. And we know that there is a Adon, a master, Moshe, a ruler, and a one who guides, who leads us. And God contracted His light to the sides. And in the middle there was um, remained a vacated space, an empty space. Rid of his godliness, in a sense. And within this vacated space, what we call the Chalala Panui, this is um, where God created all the worlds. This is brought at the um, in Etz Chaim, in the one of the deepest books of the Yari, if not the deepest. Um, at the beginning, in Echad Aleph, Anaf Gimel, over there. Vehen Hen Midotav, and. God created the world which themselves are the attributes. Okay? Very interesting. The Alev, now Rabbeinu is going to take this inyan written in Etz Chaim, how God created the world, um, and all these Kabbalistic ideas and bring them down to us. The heart is the designer of the trait. Meaning the wisdom that exists within the heart. That is the designer of the trait. It says in Shemot, Uvlev kol chacham lev. And in the heart of the wise-hearted, um, Hashem says, I place wisdom. That Hashem places wisdom in the heart of those who already have a wise heart. They, so we see here that the wisdom of the heart, um, Hashem gives us wisdom. In the wisdom of the heart. The main formation of these midot, of these traits, occurred within Chokhmah. Kemoshe Katuba that says, In Teilim Kulam Bechokhmah Asita, you created everything with wisdom. 
which means including the traits. The traits were created with wisdom. So we see that the essence of the traits comes from this inyan of Chochmah. So in Nimtza we find the heart is a designer. As we say, the rock of my heart, as it says in Tehidim, the Tzur Levavi, the rock of my heart, Tzur comes from Tzayah, which means the design, which means the heart is the designer. And there is a formation for good, for good or for bad. And he formed, when it says, and God formed, it writes, with two yuds. Why? To teach us that there are two types of inclinations. There's the good inclination, and there's the evil inclination. Meaning you have on one side, good thoughts, which represent the good inclination. And on one side, the bad thoughts, which represent the evil inclination. For Rabbeinu says, the main inclination are the thoughts and the wisdoms that exist within the heart. This is what we call the inclination. For the inclination of his heart's thoughts. We see that the, um, the thoughts are the inclination. But when a person thinks bad thoughts, God forbid, he clogs, clogs up this halal, this vacated space of creation. Because this is where we said is the revelation of the world, which is the, the revelation of God's traits, as we said earlier. That Rabenu explains that the midot are the onamot, the onamot are the midot, are themselves the traits. So we see here that if he thinks bad thoughts, then he clogs up the vacated space of creation, which is where God revealed his traits. His divine attributes. Why? For the heart is the rock of the entire, of all the world. Meaning the rock of the traits. It's the designer of the traits. Because according to the, the light of passion of the heart that each Jew possesses, according to the that passion and fire of light that exists within the heart of each Jew, it's impossible to reveal the midot to to It's impossible to reveal these traits. Because the light of this passion that exists within each Jew's heart, meaning this burning fire for God, is all the, it's infinite. There's no end to it. Meaning there's no end and there's no final point to this desire that this Jew has for God. A person must constrict or contract that that hitlahavut, that passion, in order that exists within the heart this chalal, this vacated space. As it says and my heart is hollowed within me. How? Because David the Melech contracted that fire. And Rabbanu explains that through that contraction of this fire, he's able to come to this revelation of these traits. Meaning to serve Hashem with measure of midah and with through uh, level by level. Meaning not in one shot with too much fire. It's it's uh, it pro- it progressively it it works progressively with measurement. 
And the good thoughts of the heart are actually the good inclinations. That through the good thoughts of the heart, um, good deeds and attributes are revealed. This is what we call the formation for good. We saw that there's good formation, bad formation. As we see, is with two yuds, one representing the good and one representing the bad. But the good thoughts represent the good formation, the bad thoughts represent the bad formation. So the bad thoughts clog up the Chalala Panui. Um, and good thoughts create good formation and don't clog up this this um and when a person thinks these bad thoughts he clogs up the heart the aspect of what we call orlatlev the foreskin of the heart a foreskin of a heart represents this clogged up heart this person damages creation what's creation the wisdom within the heart because what did we say is the thing that forms everything and we said the rock of the world is what the heart so this is the chokhmah that exists within the heart, is the um, is the creation of the world. For the evil inclination represents the foolishness of the heart. You shall circumcise the foreskin of your hearts. How does Unkelus translate this as? What does foreskin of your heart mean? Your heart's foolishness. So we see the foreskin represents foolishness, and the foolishness is the damaging of creation. And what was creation? How was creation created? Wisdom. So you're damaging the wisdom of the heart. We find that when a person thinks good thoughts, meaning thought on how to serve Hashem with this you create your heart in the aspect of the rock of my heart. Your heart becomes the rock of my heart that the Vilmach references in Tehilim. And it becomes the aspect of what my heart is hollow within me. That you create this hollow, vacated space to be able to create this creation. To be able to reveal the Midot of Hashem. That within the vacated space, His deeds are revealed, God's deeds are revealed. And through these deeds of Hashem and His traits, His good traits, it is revealed that God... That this person is actually accepting the yoke of God's kingship of heaven. Shlema, completely. That God is, that this person is accepting Hashem's traits, His good midot, and God's um, kingship over the world. When He does what? Whenever He hollows His heart. Which is whenever you contract that, um, that fire of the heart. When you think good thoughts. This is an explanation of what it says in Tehilim, chapter 87. Um, it says in Tehilim that singers and dancers alike um, will proclaim, etc., etc. All my thoughts are you, um, etc., etc. So we're going to see here. I'm sure this means. Singers and dancers alike. Singers, this, this, is, this is the revelation of God's kingship. It says in Barachot, that Sarah, how she called Sarah, for she had ruled over the entire world. 
Shesara. So we see that Sara is kingship. And what's Sara? Apparently the word Shira. Song. So we see that this singular is a reference to Sara, which is rulership, Malchut. So this is the revelation of God to Malchut, kingship. Bechinat, it says in Zechariah Be'ayah, Hashem and Melech, Al-Kol Ha'aret, and God was a king over the entire earth, etc. Kecholelim kol ma'ayan What kecholelim kol ma'ayan ha'ibach? Singers and dancers alike will proclaim, will proclaim, all my thoughts are you. Dancers. Kecholelim, what are the dancers? Hanulifi ha'chalash, and I said it in Machshavotav HaKadoshin. Meaning what? The Kecholelim, the Cholelim is reference to the Chalal, the Chalal Hapanui. That one creates this Cholelim, this Chalal, through these Mayanot, through these, through these thoughts of Hashem. When you think these thoughts of Hashem, you create this Chalal. So, according to the Chalal that one creates through his good thoughts, the same is true of how much this person reveals God's kingship. According to how much good thoughts you have and how much of a hollow space you create within your heart, same is true of how much kingship you reveal of God. The more vacated space you create, the greater God's kingship. And this is what it says in Dvarim, chapter 11, and to serve God with all your hearts. What is the avodah of the heart? This is prayer. Prayer is the service of the heart. For tefillah represents the kingship of David. I am prayer. David the Menach writes that he is tefillah. We see that Malchut is Tfilah, that the Malchut of David is Tfilah, and the essence of prayer depends on the heart. That you place all your heart upon the prayer. It says in Shaya that you should not fall into the aspect of this verse. That, that Hashem says, their lips honor me, but their hearts are far from me. Meaning, in order to pray a true prayer, your lips have to honor Hashem, and your heart has to be close to Hashem. For the prayer of the heart is this aspect of revealing God's kingship within this vacated space, within the traits, within the world. This is the essence of the prayer of the heart, to reveal God's kingship within the traits, within the world, etc. Within the vacated space. This represents the letter He. Because before the hay becomes a hay, it's actually a dalit. Take a dalit, it's a horizontal bar, and then coming down from it is this um, vertical bar with um, a point protruding past this vertical bar on the right side. So before a hay, before the letter hay becomes hay, you actually see that it's a dalit with a line inside the empty space. So what is it? The dalit is for, the hay is first a dalit, and then it becomes, it turns around and becomes a hay. Ki dalit for it was a dalit leshon dalavanya, meaning before it was what dalavanya dalit comes word dala. It was poor, it was impoverished. Hanuk shemetamtem libo b'tipshut ve'en ani labadat, meaning when a person clogs up his heart with foolishness, and what's foolishness ve'en ani labadat, we see that. Poverty is actually only in knowledge. We see that poverty is a reference to this poverty in knowledge. Who, what's a real poor person? A poor person who, who's poor in wisdom, who's poor in knowledge. So we see what's dala. When it says dalit is dala, it's poor. It means it's poor in wisdom. This is the aspect of the letter dalit. When a person sanctifies his thoughts. And there's no holiness less than 10. Meaning holiness. 
exists only a 10 and above. What's holiness? It represents the letter Yud. Why? Because we say that holiness exists from the letter 10 and up. Which What's letter 10? The numerical value of the letter Yud. Sorry, what's the numerical value of 10? Corresponding to the letter Yud. So we see here that Yud and above, there's holiness. So when you add the Yud, which is the minimum for holiness, into the Dalet, which was once poor, you draw this into the Dalet, and I said, hey, you create a hey. You draw the Yud inside the Dalet, you create a hey. And when a person erects this prayer, this aspect of Malchut, in the aspect of what we said earlier, to serve God with all your hearts, this is the aspect of what it says in Vayikha chapter 6, she is the burnt offering. The aspect of what it says in Shehashim chapter 8, who is that? Who is that? Or who is this that uh, ascends? Who is this that ascends? We say who ascends together with this. We see we say mi imzot ola. As it's in Hagdamat of the Zohar, Tikun Khaf Aleph also, Lamed, Lamed Khat and Samech Tet over there in the Tikun Zohar. It says that mi imzot ola. Mi and the word zot both ascend up. Mi and zot. Meaning what? These are two homes. The upper home and the lower home. Both undergo an ascent. Because Hashem said, I will not come into the city until holiness is in your midst. Meaning, what's the explanation? Page 5. On this verse in Hosea, we just said, unless holiness is in the city, I will not enter. What did God swear? God swore that He would not enter the Yerushalayim, the supernal Yerushalayim, the Yerushalayim that exists above, until the Yerushalayim down below was built. That this intention is according to the secret of what? That Bina is the supernal mother, the supernal Ima. Beta Ilaha, which is the upper home. This represents the Yerushalayim up above. Malchut and Malchut is the lower bite, is the lower house. This represents the Yerushalayim down below. So we see Bina the supernal Yerushalayim. Malchut is the lower Yerushalayim. What is Rabbeinu now explaining? There's no unification up above. Which means what? That there's no ascending of this supernal home. Meaning what? Sorry. There's no unification that happens up above, which represents what? The ascent of the supernal home. Meaning there's no... Um, that the, basically that the supernal, that the supernal unifications are not complete until the the concept of Malchut, Malchut is completely built up and completed in its entirety. Which represents the ascent of this lower home. Look over there in the in the sorry in the um, in the writings of the Ari Hakadosh. Over there, it explains that until Malchut is completely built, 
then the Yerushalayim up above, which means the unification that occur up above, are not complete. And this is why the Chachamim say, Mi imzot ola Or why Rabenu brings it down, Mi imzot ola. Mi ascends with this. Meaning what? Mi ascends with zot. Ki bina liba, for bina represents the heart. This represents the upper home. This represents me. Why me? Me is the numerical value of 50. 50 being that there's 50 gates in Bina. So we see that Bina is me. So we see that me ascends up, right? Me im Zotola, but me also ascends with Zot. Meaning what? And we know that Malchut is the lower home which represents Zot as it's brought in the Zohar Kadosh. So we see that me ascends with Zot, meaning when will me ascend? When will Bina be complete? When will the upper unifications be completely um, unified? Whenever Zot ascend, which is what? Whenever the Malchut is complete down here. And through the aspects of what we just mentioned in this lesson that are said in this Torah, through these aspects of what, we just, what we're talking about, these two houses are able to have an ascension. Meaning these upper home and this lower home are able to ascend up through what Rabban was teaching us. Which is the aspect of what we said. That me ascends to the Zot. Meaning, how does one able to build these two homes? Through what? Whenever he can contract the light of his heart's flaming. The, the light of his flaming heart. That his heart does not flame too much. In order that this person is able to serve God in stages and in measure. And he sanctifies his thoughts in order that he didn't think any bad thoughts. So that he only thinks constantly holy thoughts. This represents the holy inclination, the good inclination. This represents the wisdom of the heart. That through the wisdom of the heart, one is able to design the traits for good. Or a good trait. He's able to do good deeds. He's able to do great actions, good deeds. Good traits, and through this one is able to reveal this concept of malchut, the aspect of malchut. Why? For by the fact that he's contracting his heart's flaming, he's proving and revealing that he's accepting this kingship of God's uh, rulership over the heavens. That he's completely accepting this kingship of God. Then there's an aliyah, an ascent that happens and occurs in Malchut, which is the lower home that we talked about. And then immediately after this lower home ascends, and what happens? The upper home ascends. Which represents the Bina of the heart. Bina is the heart. Because the truth is both of them are actually one. And each one is dependent upon the other. Malchut is dependent upon Bina. Bina is dependent upon Malchut. And to explain this matter a little bit, we must return and to explain the subject of this lesson. And the principle, so before I, before I say that, we see that Rabinatan is going on a huge tangent right now to explain the words of Rabenu. Because Rabenu is bringing down a lot of sodot, and even though we might have understood it really, really simply, because there's so much depth to it, um, the truth is um, that uh, there's 
tremendous amount of death that Rabban was trying to teach us with this in practicality, meaning what is written in the Ari's teachings are very coded. No one understands how to really bring this down to, to apply what he says over there. This idea of building the upper Yerushalayim, the lower Yerushalayim, this idea of the Briyat HaOlamot, the creation of the world, how it was created. Rabban was tying all these deep, the deepest sodots of Kabbalah, the ideas of, of all these secrets of Kabbalah, and bringing them down to us so that through our actions we're able to apply what is written over there and accomplish these most awesome rectifications. So Rabbi Natan is going to exp- um, expound upon this and he's going to explain what Rabban was teaching us in summary. Rabbi Natan is not adding anything, he's just explaining. Torah, the, main, the, the main idea of this Torah is this. Because it's brought in the... In the um, in the Rani de Ari Kadosh, specifically in Etz Chaim at the beginning, that at the beginning when God wanted to create the world, the light of God was infinite. It had no end. There was no space. That everything that was occupying space was this light of God. The light of God was occupying all space. And there was no place to create the world. And it was necessary, as if to say, to contract God's light, His infinite light to the sides. As if we can say such a thing. And to create this vacant space in the middle. And within this vacated space, God created all the worlds. Why? For Him to create something finite and that has end. To create something um, like this that we see in this world. He needs to create it outside of his infiniteness. Why? Because fine, something that is finite cannot exist in that which is infinite. There has to be this ridding almost as a sense, in a sense, as if we can say such a thing of God's light. And all the worlds were ridden through wisdom and it is written in Kulam Sita that um, it says that you created everything with wisdom. And the main purpose of why God created the world was for one thing, Malchut, kingship. Meaning what? To reveal His kingship. That this is only possible through the creations of the worlds. Through the worlds in itself. For there is no king without a nation. And this is why the contraction of this vacated space occurred. So that there was a space in order to create the world. An order that God's kingship was revealed, would be able to be revealed. Look what Rabbi Nathan says, an amazing phrase that we, sh- we should pay close attention to. All of this is explained in the Zohar and in the Klavim and in the writings, specifically in the writings of the Ariha Kadosh. But Rabbeinu, 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 may his memory be a blessing, Rabbi Nachman, Rabenu explains all of what we are just learning and how it applies um, to each person. How this applies specifically to each and every person. For every single Jew is a portion of God from above. Meaning each Jew has a neshama and that neshama has a portion from Hashem. And the main essence of godliness, Balev, exists within the heart of a person. And the godliness within the heart of this Jew, of any Jew, we can say, is actually the aspect of Ensof. It's infinite. Why? Because what did he say? That part of godliness within the heart is um, part of Hashem, and Hashem is infinite. Then that heart, 
that godliness within the heart is infinite as well. For the light of this fire that exists in the heart is infinite. Meaning there's no end and there's no final, we can't point to a final place to this desire, meaning the desire extends infinitely. This passion for God. According to the great passion of fire and fire that the heart of a Jew has, goes all the way up till infinity basically it would be impossible for him to do any single service and he would not be able to reveal any single sort of good trade he wouldn't be able to do anything why? because of the great fire that goes infinitely and extends infinitely he would not be able to do any single thing any tangible thing which is why it explains at the beginning of creation there was no place for creation why for everything was godliness everything was infinite everything was the infinite one everything was Hashem why for the creation of the world these are the traits we're talking about through the creations of the world we are able to do we are able to act we are able to do we're able to do etc etc only through what the creation of the world why because if everything was there would be no way to tangibly do something and to reveal his kingship this is why it is necessary says, a person forced to contract the light of this of the, the fire the flame of his heart this light that occurs within the fire of his heart, of this Jew's heart, which goes infinitely, in order that he's able to serve Hashem, with measure, and with stages. Because what does God want? God wants us, us to serve Him. He wants our service, that we serve Him with services, with works and midotovot, with good traits. This is only possible through this contraction, as we saw above. And when a person contracts this light of his flaming heart, then what happens? His heart remains now with a vacated space. As it says, I said, my heart is hollow within me. This is the secret of this vacated space that happened at the beginning of the creation of the world. When Hashem decided to create the world, this is the first thing that He decided to create this vacated space. And this is the secret, Rabbi was saying, to hollow the heart. This is the hollowing of the vacated space at the beginning of time. And within this vacated space, God is able to reveal His good traits. This is the secret of the creations of the world. The creation of the world. Which occurred through what? The vacated space. Because what did we say earlier? Rabbeinu explained earlier. That the traits are they themselves, are, are themselves the world that we're talking about. These traits that we're talking about are the worlds. Meaning what? Through this contraction that a person contracts this flame of his heart. With this, he creates this vacated space within his heart. As it says, My heart is hollow within me. Through what? Whenever you contract that fire, that burning desire for God. When you do it, in, when you contract it and you say, I'm going to serve Hashem in stages, I'm not going to try to do everything in one shot, I'm, I'm going to do it in measure. 
With this, you're able to serve Hashem with measure, with stages. with measure, and he's able to do good act, good traits. He's able to act with good traits. All of this is the aspect of the revelation of these traits, which are these worlds, within the vacated space of the heart. And the essence of the creation of the world occurred through Chokhmah, wisdom. And this is the aspect of why the essential Avodah of Hashem, the essential serving of God, is to merit to do Midot and Masim Tovim. Keep that in mind. Rabbeinu is explaining what the essence of serving God is. Is what? Midot and Masim Tovim. The to have the merit to be able to, to act with midot, with good traits, and to act to do good actions. And the only way to ensure this is by guarding the wisdom within the heart. What's the wisdom of the heart? The thoughts of the heart. Guarding the thoughts of your heart. That one must guard very carefully the thoughts of his heart. Which represents the wisdom of the heart. This is exactly where the inclination, the evil inclinations test is. For the good thoughts are the good inclination. And the evil thoughts are the evil inclination. The inclination exists specifically within the wisdom of the heart. The thoughts of the heart. Good thoughts. Sorry, good thoughts is the holy wisdom. Um, good thoughts is the holy inclination. The good inclination, bad thoughts is the evil. Meaning when one thinks good thoughts, which represents the wisdom of the heart, then through this he's able to merit, to act with good traits. Which is the aspect of the revelation of God's creation. Which is what? The, the traits that God wanted to reveal. Within the vacated space, through the wisdom of the heart. Meaning through these good thoughts, which are these good thoughts of the heart that we saw above. But when a person thinks bad thoughts, God forbid, then he damages the the halal of the heart. He damages the vacated space of the heart. Which is the secret of this vacated space. And he clogs up this vacated space of the heart. And he makes his heart, um, a, he creates a foreskin around his heart, as we saw above. This represents the damaging of the creation. Because what did he say creation existed through? Only through the wisdom of the heart. So we see when you damage the wisdom of the heart through bad thoughts and you clog up your heart. You damage creation. And all the service that one needs to create this contraction. And to think good... Um, oh, sorry. All these services that a person needs to create this, to do this contraction, and to think holy and good thoughts in order to merit to do good acts, and to have good traits, good characteristics. All of this is for one reason. In order to reveal God's kingship. That all of what we just talked about was all for one reason. The main reason of creation. to create the, That God created the world just for this. To reveal His kingship. That when a person merits to do these good actions, to act with good traits, 
through what we just mentioned above, via all the methods we just talked about, which is to think good thoughts, etc., etc. Through this, he accepts upon himself the yoke of heaven completely. That this represents the revelation of God's kingship. That was revealed through the creation of the world within the vacated space. Through the wisdom that we just talked about above. The Akran and the main idea is what? Understand this very, very well. Underline it, put a star next to it. That the creation of the world, that the creation of the world, and that one, the creation of the world, and two, the serving of Hashem with good acts and with good traits, with good deeds. They are one idea completely. They have native and understand this very well. Meaning, when a person has good midot and a person acts and does masim tovim, etc., etc., it's as if, almost in a sense, that he accepts God's kingship. It's as if he he was worth that Hashem created the world and he is accepting God's creation. That that he is basically telling Hashem that it was worth creating. Why? Because we're doing your will. Rabbeinu says, understand this. Rabbi Nathan says, understand this very well because this is all Rabbi Nathan tangent, and he's still going because to understand it, to teach us how important this is that the midot avot, acting with good trait, is the most essential thing in this world. It's why God created the world. And then, whenever God's kingship is revealed through our good acts and through His, um through this person's good acts and his good traits, that are revealed through the, um, his vacated space in his heart. This is the aspect of the ascent of these two homes. Me and the Zot together. The upper home and the lower home. Because what the revelation of the malchut, of the kingship, this represents the lower home. And the beginning of this contraction that existed within that exists within the vacated space of the heart, this represents the upper home. That the, the main intention behind this contraction was in order that we should serve Hashem in order to merit to do what to reveal His kingship. And this is why the rectification and the ascent of this supernal home is not complete until this lower home ascends. Until the lower home is complete. That means until what? God's kingship is revealed. That this was the main intention of creation. Then whenever God's kingship is revealed, then specifically there is an ascent to the upper home. Automatically, because what? Then immediately both of them ascend together. The upper home and the lower home. As we say, as it says in the verse over there, the Zohar says, Mi ascends with the Zot. 
Ki lo avo be'ir ad devikir becha kadosh. Because what does Hashem say? I will not come into the city until your midst is holy. That Hashem will not enter the Yerushalayim, the supernal Yerushalayim, the Yerushalayim up above, which is what the bina of the heart, the heart, the vacated space of the heart, until the Yerushalayim down below is complete and built. Which is the revelation of God's kingship. Meaning, bina is not complete until machut is complete. All of this represents the aspect of prayer. Which is the avoda of the heart. For the tefillah of the heart is this aspect of the revelation of God's kingship within the vacated space of the heart. And understand this very well, Rabbi Nathan says. For, the words, for these words are very, very deep. And Rabbeinu, over, uh, may his memory be a blessing, shortened all of this. And he spoke, Hakol, he spoke of everything Beremez with merely hinting. Every, all that we're talking about right now, Rabbeinu hinted to, but he never said it explicitly. Like one who converses by making gestures. This is the way Rabbeinu taught this lesson. What he was really hinting to was what Rabbi Nathan teaching us right now. And the words are unambiguous. To the one who understands, meaning they, they're clear. Look what Rabbi Nathan teaches us. This is this is the essence of what Rabbi wants from us. The essence is what to fulfill what Rabbi says kifshutan simply the way they are written. Which means what to simply guard yourself. Very much from bad thoughts. For bad thoughts are the essential evil inclination. The evil inclination stems specifically from bad thoughts. As we saw earlier, formation for good, but this formation for bad. This is the bad thoughts. This is why a person must guard his thoughts very carefully. And to constantly force himself to think good thoughts, which represents the good inclination. And to merit to do good actions, good traits, to pray with great intention and to do tshuva, to return to Hashem. And at the beginning, when a person wants to do this, he must contract the fire of his heart, that it should not burn excessively. For a person must serve God with, with what? With steps, with measure specifically. And all the... Rabbi Nathan says, fulfill simply all the other pathways, the holy pathways, the pure pathways, the, the proper advice that one is able to bring out from Rabbeinu's holy word and from this awesome Torah, this holy Torah. And there is still more to say for God. With all of this. And we we'll explain. Um, and we we'll explain this in another place a little bit. For many reams of paper. The, all the reams of paper will not suffice to explain. One word. Of Rabenu's awesome, awesome words. And this is enough for the present. 
Then we will return to the first subject. And this is why that's the end of Rabbi Natan's tangent. Not really a tangent, it's very necessary. Because now we understand it very we understand it much better. What Rabbi was trying to hint to us. Now we Rabbi adds a new idea idea. This is why Nisan is called Aviv. The month of Nisan is called Aviv Spring. Aleph Imbet, Yud Imbet. That you have Aviv, you take the first two letters, you have Aleph Imbet, and then you have Yud Imbet. What is this idea? This represents the supernal union and the lower union. Aleph Imbet is the supernal union, the union that occurs up above in the Yerushalayim Shalemana. Yudim Bet, the Yud with the Vet, represents what? Um, the lower union. The lower unification, which is the lower home. So, Baruch Hashem, this is where we're going to stop for today. And God willing, we will continue the lesson tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem.